This is the It Ain't It Sis podcast, a podcast where we focus on life's pivots and redirections, relationships, and becoming a boss babe. I'm your host, Sarah Whitney, and this is a space where honesty, humor, and a whole lot of sass collide. No one has it figured out. So it's completely fine if sometimes it ain't it, sis. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the It Ain't It Sis podcast. I'm Sarah Whitney, your host, and if you are new to this podcast, Welcome. I am so excited to have you. But today, I just kind of want to lay it all out there and say I am having a fabulous day, and I hope you guys are too. Um, it's currently Sunday, October 11th. I swam in the ocean earlier, and it's crazy that I can do that because this is, I guess, quote unquote, fall in Southern California. I live in San Diego, and it is absolutely beautiful here. It's true when they say I live in the place where people come to vacation, and I don't know. I love it, even though, you know, potentially next year, you know, I'm moving to New York City. That is basically my plan. But, you know, as we all know, you can't necessarily plan in life anymore. But I don't know. I'm having a great day and I've been having a really relaxing day too because that is something I have needed recently. I'm going through a lot of, I guess, interesting changes in my life and I can't wait to talk about them, but I probably won't kind of reveal exactly what's happening in my life probably until an episode or two later on. So if you're interested and, you know, want to know everything that I'm up to, you know, stay tuned for those episodes. Episodes. But for today's episode, I had the fabulous Tori Ganahl from She Factor on the podcast. And it is so funny because I met her, of course, through podcasting on the gram. And she is so sweet, super genuine. And I absolutely loved speaking with her. We talked all about how she decided to kind of leave her corporate job and start a company with her mom known as She Factor, which is a woman empowerment kind of community similar to girl boss in a sense and it really helps to facilitate community for you know women in their 20s looking to just grow emotionally professionally all of those kinds of things and I absolutely love the company love Tori and everything that they stand for so I'm super excited for her to be on the podcast and chat a little bit about what she does and all of that jazz but in terms of you know my life like I mentioned I am kind of keeping a few things under wraps just what's happening in my life life. Um, I mentioned last episode that, you know, there are potential career switches coming. And honestly, all I have to say is God has a sense of humor. It is so funny that everything that I'm doing with my life in like the best way possible and I'm really excited. So maybe I can make a little Q&A about that. I miss Q&As. I kind of want to do a solo episode soon because I miss just kind of sitting down and answering all of your questions. But for today, super excited for this podcast. So without further ado, I think it's time that we get into the podcast. Well, today, guys, we have a very, very special guest on the podcast. Welcome, Tori Ganahl. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, welcome. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, we were just chatting before just how great it is that we've made the connection on Instagram, following each other, commenting on all the things. And I think it's so awesome. And I'm so honored to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm so happy for you to be on the podcast. It's funny because I remember the first time I ever listened to an episode. I was actually, it was back in June, first off, and I was switching houses. I had just graduated from college and I had all of my stuff in the back of my car. And I was just listening to this podcast and you're kind of telling your story of just everything that you have been through prior to She Factor and then talked a little bit about your company, which obviously we're going to get into. But I was like, wow, this girl, I love it. She's inspiring. And that's when I think I first sent you the first DM. So I am now so lucky to have met you, you know, virtually, but it's still nice. I know. One day we'll record a podcast live in person. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. Once COVID's done, all in-person podcasts. But for now, I mean, go ahead and, you know, introduce yourself. Tell everybody what you're all about. Well, I'm Tori and I am the co-founder and vice president of brand for She Factor, which my mom and I founded about a year and a half ago. And I basically live in Portland. This is my life. I'm so deeply passionate about what I'm doing. It's essentially a company for women in their 20s to find community, growth, and purpose. That was started based off my own experience and just seeing the need for women in their 20s, especially not having a direction of where they wanted to go in life and just not living life with a lot of purpose and passion and intention. So it's been so much fun. It's my passion project. It's my baby. And it's grown so much, especially over the last six months. And it's been amazing to see. So I love sharing the word and just telling people about the story because I think it resonates with so many women. You know, I'm 25. I'm probably right there with you with your listeners and live in the dream. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that you're you have a company, both you and your mom. First of all, I think that's always a great idea. Some people it wouldn't work out for. Um, but I'm glad, you know, you and your mom seem like you, you work very well together. So that's amazing. And I think there's definitely a need which we can get into more later on. But a need for women empowerment in terms of just companies that solely focus on that. That's mm -hmm. not very prevalent. And I think it's definitely been popping up over the past couple years or so. But I love everything that you're doing with She Factor. And I kind of want to get into first how and why you and your mom decided to, you know, make your own business all about She Factor and what it's all about. Yeah. So my mom is an entrepreneur. She started actually the country's largest pet care franchise, Camp Bow Wow, and sold it about seven or eight years ago. And so I was raised with a really unique perspective of business and how to run a business, be an entrepreneur. And to be honest with you, I never wanted to go that direction. Like I never saw myself starting a business or, or following in my mom's footsteps. So fast forward to when I'm in college, I was pretty much like the college poster child. Like I had double majored in PR and broadcast journalism. I was president of my sorority, president of Panhellenic, and everyone was looking to me to have it figured out. And I had no idea what I wanted to do after school. I did 45 informational interviews spring break of my senior year, which was, can I cuss? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> which was absolute hell. I mean, that sounds like my nightmare. It was awful. One, I can't, I mean, I can't imagine have, having to do that right now with COVID, but it was still miserable. Coffee dates are great. And I met a lot of awesome people, but there was just nothing that like sparked my interest that I felt really passionate about. So I ended up taking a job that I wasn't passionate about in recruiting and sales for an IT staffing company. And at the same time, my mom got approached to write a book about 
her entrepreneurship journey. And she really came to the conclusion of, you know, I really am tired of telling the story. I'm ready to move on. And she was also working within University of Colorado as a regent, which is like their board of directors. So she was working with a lot of young women at the time, helping them with that transition. And about a year into my job, I was absolutely miserable. Like I'd gained tons of weight, was partying a lot, taking clients out every night for happy hour. I was in a really toxic, a lot of really toxic relationships, not with my boyfriend, but we weren't doing great either. We were really dull and just like day to day, financially not good, mental health not good. Like literally everything in my life was just like falling apart because I was working like 60 to 80 hours a week. So I really was at my bottom of the barrel low moment. And at that point, my mom and I decided, you are going to write a book and let's make a business out of it. So I really wasn't planning on working full-time at She Factor. It was really my mom's project that she wanted to take and run with. But when I started to realize after helping her a little bit just with writing the book, I was kind of like the guinea pig to She Factor. Like I was the test subject of the method that we've created and the book and the app. So when I started to realize the passion that I had for women empowerment and leadership and self-development and how much I loved what I was doing, I wanted to obviously make it work. So I actually worked part-time at both jobs for about three months. And that even made me realize like times a million how much I loved She Factor because I didn't want to work my other job at all. I'd like spend all my time working at She Factor. And my boss had even said like, oh, we don't really care. Like you can travel as much as you want. Like you can, you know, work as much as you need to as long as you hit your numbers. And I was literally not hitting any numbers. So I finally parted ways and worked full time at She Factor. And now I am living out my dream, like I said, and just totally in my element. Like I feel like I'm doing exactly what I meant to do. And it's been an amazing journey. And even just over the last, I think, six months, you mentioned working with my mom. And at first, it wasn't easy. Like, I was so resistant to it. And I really did not know how that was going to affect our relationship. I think distance is good for us because we live a couple states apart. But we've gotten so close. And she actually just got brain surgery a couple weeks ago. So I've really stepped into more of a leadership role at She Factor. And it is perfect. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy and so proud of myself, honestly, for (laughs) handling it all. But yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. No, all I'm sure sure that can be super, super hard. I know that your mom or I had heard and seen on social media that your mom had had brain surgery. So how is this then, you know, really stepping into this bigger leadership role like you mentioned? How has that really affected your mentality in terms of entrepreneurship and I guess gaining confidence as a leader yourself? It's been really interesting. I'll be really honest. I think that I've always seen myself as a leader. You know, I've always loved leadership development, but I don't think you're actually tested in that sense until you're thrown into a position like this. And I work with a coach, which is really nice that my mom and I have been working with together on our relationship. But it's been nice to have her to support me, but it's also, I think, having a team to support you. It's so crazy. Like all during the week of my mom's surgery, something happened to every single person on our team, like a death or an illness or surgery or whatever it might be. And to see everyone step up. And I think the reason why our team was so motivated is because they see the passion in my mom and myself. And I think that's what truly ultimately motivates people is by seeing that passion and that vision and that drive and seeing you work hard. So I've worked harder than I've ever worked over the last month, but it's fun and I'm enjoying it. And my mantra has been making 
make it easy, make it simple and like easier my life can be, the better leader I can be because the more time I can make for my team and the more time I can also make for myself and making myself a priority. Mm -hmm. And that is like the most necessary thing that you can do as a leader because if you're giving 200% to your team and 0% to yourself, you're not going to be able to support anyone. So it's definitely been a learning lesson. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the idea of you can't pour from an empty glass. Mm -hmm. And I'm a firm believer you need to focus on yourself before you focus on others. And I mean, I'm glad that you've been able to, you know, try to find that balance. I'm still trying to find that balance. And especially as a 20 something, it seems, you know, like you do have a lot going on. Obviously, as a young entrepreneur, I think people underestimate when going into entrepreneurship, just how hard it is. And my dad Mm -hmm. is an entrepreneur himself. And he's like, Sarah, you are going to be working 24-7. Like that's how it is. And you just need to learn, especially for people going into entrepreneurship, you need to learn like when to carve out those times of just, you know, you and your family or vacation time or all of those things. So I think it's a a lot about boundaries. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've unfortunately lost a lot of friendships over the last year because they haven't been able to, one, appreciate what I'm doing, which is really ironic because I feel like I'm doing this for, you know, my friends and my peers and they one haven't appreciated it too. I feel like I've changed so much. I've matured and I've I've really moved into a new space in my life and those who haven't been able to follow me into that space or haven't seen that or appreciated that, I've had to unfortunately just like move on and let it go. And then also, it's a huge time commitment. Like I don't have time to just go grab drinks after work or like before COVID I was traveling like every week to go somewhere for sheep actors. So unfortunately, like that's the reality of it. But at the same time, I've gained so many amazing women in my life because of this. And that by far exceeds having lost the friendships I have. I've gained such stronger, richer, more amazing relationships. And I'm so grateful for that. No, I completely agree with you what you meant about like kind of losing friends and all of that because I mean, I just graduated college, I think this past May. What do you mean? I I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything. It's been a blur, honestly, these past three months. But um, yeah, I graduated college this past May and I, you know, am dabbling. I Like we were talking before we started recording, I'm going to start freelancing and, you know, potentially, you know, leave my corporate job. And it's so funny because I make a joke to my friends all the time. It's like, ugh, I will never do corporate again. And I've only did it for three months. It's not my thing. And I've just also seen how my relationships have transitioned over these past three months. And I probably work 60 to 80 hours a week on just like my little side hustles and all that. And a lot of people don't understand what I'm doing. They're like, Sarah, why are you in online classes? Why are you freelancing? But like, why are you doing all this? And I'm like, no, there's a method to my madness. And obviously, I don't want to burn myself out. But I can see also just the mental shift that I've had and mentally and maturity wise, like I think I am kind of, I don't know, on on different levels, I want to say than some of my old friends. And one of the best things I think about, you know, maturing, especially as a young woman is learning that, you know, not all relationships are meant to last forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like one great thing and one great point that you touched on earlier on and kind of moving on from that. 
that too. I wanted to know, obviously your company is called She Factor. So what does she mean to you and how do you embody that? Yeah. So it's funny because She Factor has made up this methodology that we've created that is basically your journey to she. And I think over the last year and a half, I've really had to think about what that means to me and like, what is this journey to she? What does that embody? Like, you know, as a leader and as an entrepreneur and as the face of the company, like I have to really be aligned with the mission and the goals and exuberate that into my every action. So the methodology I think best describes what she is to me and what she is in general. And it really starts with identifying who you are and how you tick and what motivates you, what your strengths are. And that's what we call your silhouette, which is a test you can take in our app. And when I stepped into that, my whole life I've lived thinking I was one way or thinking I was supposed to be one way. And the second I found out that I was a different silhouette than I thought I was, I was like, that's not me. Like, but no. And the second I started to dig a little deeper, I realized that people in my life were telling me that I needed to be that way or that I should be a certain way or I should be like my mom or I should be like my sorority sisters, whatever it is. And the second I realized that I'm not that person, that I'm my own person and I could step into that power of being a guardian, which is my silhouette, it changed everything for me. And I think that that aspect of it, whether you do an anagram or a strength finder or disc, whatever personality test, like identifying who you truly are and what motivates you and like intrinsic what drives you in this world, you finally start to see like the leaves ravel off of you. Like you are like stepping into a new light. And I, like I said, was kind of the guinea pig to this methodology. So I, when I walked through it, I was at a really, really low dark place and coming out on the other side, I am a completely new person, confident and happy and successful. And I lost like 35, 40 pounds. I bought a house. I am happily with all of my friends, happy with all my friends, my family, my boyfriend. It's like everything in my life did a 180 the second I started stepping into that power. So I guess what she means to me is just really finding the confidence to be a leader of your life, stepping into your own power. Like doesn't mean anything else but what it means to you and you're the only person that matters in your life. So you have to take care of that and you have to treasure that. So she is really a journey. It is a journey that you're always going to be on. You're always going to be changing. There's always going to be circumstances. But if you're confident in who you are and what you want and what your dreams are, then nothing else really matters because you're going to stay on that journey and stay confident in that. That answer your question? No, it, it definitely did. And I liked how you kind of touched on the fact that, you know, you're constantly changing and evolving. And I think as women or, you know, as young girls, when we're growing up, we're told, okay, like once you leave college, you're set. I don't know if that was what you were taught, but that was just kind of the mentality that I had. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave college, get a job, get married, have kids, the end. And I don't think we are really teaching young girls that know like you're able to evolve, you're allowed to evolve, and you should evolve Mm -hmm. as you grow older and, you know, wiser, hopefully. And I liked how you kind of mentioned the fact that kind of using your silhouette to guide you on, I guess, your path. Your journey to she. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so you mentioned the idea of silhouettes. What other kind of silhouettes are there? And is that purely an idea that you kind of created in She Factor or is that another methodology outside of it? So the six-part methodology is basically like the book is the foundation to that. So the book really walks you through, the She Factor book walks you through each of those steps and we break them into two parts, which is your present power and your future fears. So your present power is your silhouette and spheres. So your silhouette, we have seven different archetypes. We actually worked with the data science scientists to look at all the different archetype tests and quizzes and make our own. And we really just wanted to create like a 
fun language that women could use to talk about themselves and talk about their goals and step into that power, that present power. And so we use powerful words to do that so that you can really own it. So there's guardian, which is what I am, which is really like support, like a supportive role. Usually it's like nurses, caretakers, but I'm not that. I like to support people and help them follow their dreams. Like essentially, mm-hmm. it's just you have to look at it from a different perspective. There's queen, conqueror, storyteller, explorer, dreamer, and director, and then guardian. So all just like really positive powerful words that you can just step into and own. Like my mom's a dreamer. She loves big ideas. She can have big idea after big idea. Storytellers, obviously somebody who's probably typically behind the mic of a podcast or a writer or an actress or something like that. So it's just really fun to explore what that means to you and find and identify what parts of the silhouette you do resonate with. And then the spheres is really the second, I think, most important part of the methodology, which is all about creating holistic balance in your life. If you are fully focused on one thing, then all the other fall apart, kind of like what happened to me. But on the flip side of that, if you're trying to focus on too many things in your life, then you're not actually giving your full attention and love and care to the things that need it. So in our app, it really is about like gamifying your life, which is super fun. So you are only allowed to choose four spheres every month to set goals within because if you do too many, you're not going to be successful. So we have nine different spheres, which are folk, friends and family, flame, which is your significant other, fuel, food and fitness, favor, giving back, future, finance, fashion, faith, and freedom, which is being a good citizen and being engaged. So if you look at your life from that holistic lens, it really does change everything. And I think our generation specifically has such a strong focus on having work-life balance and having just a balance in general. So that was really the intention behind doing that. And then the rest of the steps of the method are really about setting goals, having an accountability team, which is what we call your SEAL Team 6, which is really like the people that will keep you on your path. And then just finding community, which is what we call squads. And that's what we're trying to integrate with She Factor into these women's lives is a is a community that they can turn to that's like-minded, growth-oriented, just going to cheer them on all the way along their journey. So that's kind of the methodology in like a snippet. But if you want more detail into that, like the book is by far the best place to start. Okay. Well, first of all, I liked everything that you touched on. And I want to touch on one thing too. You mentioned, I think it was goal setting and how you are only allowed to set, is it four kind of goals in a month that you want to accomplish? Yeah. So basically- The app is a tool to track your success and also that common language that we're trying to implement for women to talk about just their life in general. So you start with your silhouette test, you find it out, and then the next step is you prioritize your spheres, all nine of them, um, one being obviously the most priority, bottom being the least. And when you're doing that, it's kind of a challenge because you're like, okay, well, this thing's a priority in my life, but does it need my love and attention? Like, am I giving it too much love and attention? Like, what areas do I actually need to set goals in? And then from there, you set a goal in each of those spheres. You can add to-do items. So say like it's meditate every day, then you would set a to-do item to do that. And at the end of the month, you would get 100% if you meditated every day. So you score yourself actually in the app on how well you did at hitting your goals. And that score, is your she factor. So that you can use as a common language to say, oh gosh, like I really got a really low she factor score this week. Like it was a 20 or maybe you got an 80 and you're like, oh, I had such a great she factor this week. So that's kind of the, you know, When you look at the whole holistic view of she factor, that's what it really boils down to is teaching women how to have that self-responsibility and self-accountability to take control of their life and know that they're the only person that can change their direction and take control of that. And by setting those realistic goals within these spheres, 
and also knowing what the sphere means to them and exploring what that means, which is why we do our events so that they can learn about the sphere and explore what that might mean in their life. It's really, really impactful because I don't think we talk or think about our goals in that way as often as we could. Yeah, no. And I mean, I think I was touching on this earlier, but we don't teach women to think about, you know, just our overall life and our goals when we're, you know, brought up. And I think something like She Factor should definitely be kind of implemented into schools. And I mean, I don't understand like we have sex ed, but why don't we learn, I guess, about mental health and all of that and emotional health. And I love everything that you're doing with She Factor. And I know we were talking beforehand, but I guess the woman empowerment movement obviously it's been going on for a while but in terms of woman empowerment companies like girl boss and i think there's a few other ones like boss babe and whatnot they've been kind of popping up i think with the rise of social media and so now i mean i would definitely kind of group she factor into that group of really empowering women (laughs) of course but what would you say is one message that you really want to reiterate to young women who are kind of looking for a community and looking to just feel empowered. I'll start with this because I think it's important and it'll lead into the one thing that I hope that they take away from Chief Factor or just in general in this journey. But yeah, there's a lot of women empowerment groups popping up, but I think what's missing from them is authenticity and integrity and just that in-person, not obviously in-person right now, but that like you have someone by your side in this journey. Like Girl Boss has actually been a really great resource for us. You look at it in a way of like, okay, there's Girl Boss and Boss Babe and Create and Cultivate, but like all of those things are focused on business. Like there's not really anything that lets you focus on life in general and like all of the different things in your life and finding a community. Like there might be women in business or women in tech or this girl boss collective that you met up with, you know, in your state. But really the thing that is missing is that one holistic balance and two, just like that person to person community aspect where, you know, we at She Factor have literally walked in your shoes. Like I am 25. I'm right there with you. And I think that's what's missing is just that authenticity and like that vulnerability of knowing that the people on the other side of the social media or the phone or the email are walking this with you. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that I hope people not only take away from She Factor, but I think that we preach it a lot. Like we're not perfect. Like we've been there. I am there. Like I struggle every day and like I need my community to know that I am doing my best because I'm doing this for them, but also when they're not having a good day, I'm going to be right there too. Like send me a DM, reach out to me on email, give me a call. Like I'm literally there. And it's easy to say now, obviously, because we're smaller, but as we grow, I really hope to cultivate and foster that community in local ways that we have women who are leading those efforts and maintaining those relationships. And we've already seen that happen, even virtually. Everyone's like flying out to different states to meet each other. And it's so cool to see. But I think just the one message that I want want to portray is just that deep, deep, deep sense of authenticity. Like if you don't live your life from a place of authenticity, then what are you doing? Because you're not living your own life. Like you're not living a life that you want and you love. So if we can be more authentic with ourselves and in turn be more authentic with others around us and surround ourselves with like-minded, growth-oriented people who will support us no matter what on this journey and just lift us up and cheer us up, then that is the key. And I think that is everything that we're trying to accomplish at G Factor. Yeah, I can really 
really attest to the fact too that you and everyone at She Factor is very authentic. I remember seeing just when you were going through everything and I'm sure you are still kind of going through the rest of everything with your mom and whatnot and you having to take care of your siblings you mentioned and just showing one of your bad days you had. I think you mentioned, you know, you kind of shed tears while you were on your Peloton bike and I have been at the gym so many times. I think actually yesterday I was just thinking about life and I literally just started crying. And I think those are the moments that we are so, we hold so near and dear to our heart because we don't want to show that vulnerability ever. But I think that's the key factor that a lot of companies are missing. And that's one thing I love about just she factor, how you kind of lay it all out in the open. And obviously, you know, you do it in like a great way where it can be people can connect over it and people can kind of see, oh, wait, she's really like me. And I love how also that you are 25 and you're not, you know, 50 and saying, oh, I've been through that. You know, there's a difference between kind of like a parent-like figure of them telling you, oh, everything's going to be okay versus someone who's basically the same age as you and walking through that part of life, holding your hand. There's kind of a difference in it. And so that's one of the reasons why I just really, you know, admire everything that you're doing. Very authentic and just showing a really great amount of vulnerability. Hey, my apologies on interrupting this amazing episode but I think this is something you'll want to hear. Are you on your journey to find your purpose? Or are you looking to find relatability in what you may be going through? Well, then I think this might be exactly what you're looking for. My name is Emily, and I am the host of the Purpose Project podcast. I'm a 23-year-old graduate student, and I'm on my journey to find my purpose. I mean, who isn't? So join the Purpose Fam and I each week as we'll chat through it all, having real conversations about career, lifestyle, and mindset. You can find The Purpose Project on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast listening platform. The Purpose Project is here to help us both find purpose, one episode at a time. And so kind of wrapping up and going off of that, what is your one piece of advice for women who, you know, have done a lot of work in terms of empowering themselves and kind of really leaning into their truest version of themselves? And then how can they kind of turn around and empower others? Yeah, I mean, I think even just looking back on my own journey, like I've always, always, always been into personal development. Like that has just, Mm -hmm. I started young, like I don't know if anyone listening has ever heard of Landmark Forum, but it's kind of cultish and kind of weird. It's kind of bizarre, but it's like a self-help program. And I did it when I was like 12 years old with my parents. And I mean, I've gone to therapy my whole life. My parents Mm -hmm. were divorced when I was young. My dad was an alcoholic. Like I've I've been through those things and done the work. And I think what I got from all of that was not life-changing in a way of like somebody – giving me the support that I needed, but it was life-changing the way that I learned how to be self-aware and how to deal with things and deal with my emotions. And all of the self-help and all of the women empowerment and all of that is great, but until you are self-aware and you're looking within yourself and you can work on that in your own way, like finding the thing that works for you, like meditation and journaling, like I've told myself for the last year that I need to be doing more of that. And like the reality is it actually doesn't work that well for me. So Mm -hmm. like why am I wasting my time stressing about it when that aspect of self-help and self-care is not – it stresses me out. And I 
love that you say that because I hate meditating and my like because I also go to therapy. I haven't been for a while in a, a few weeks, but she's always like, Sarah, you should really try meditating. And I'm like, listen, girlfriend, I try, but like my mind is just everywhere. That's why I love exercise because focus on that purely just like <laughs> probably yeah. how I'm in pain. So I like how you kind of mentioned that because there's a lot of myths, I think, going around in like the mental health community. And yeah, I think there's a lot of buzzwords like – yeah. And not everything is going to work for everyone. But I think going back to if you're that person who feels like they're, you know, they've done all the things and it's not clicking for you, then find a new thing to explore. And it all starts with looking within yourself. And you can't give that away or help others until you actually figure out what that means to you. So kind of bringing that full circle, like how do you then begin to empower others? That really starts with integrity, like being the person that you say you want to be and that you truly deeply do want to be not just to other people, but to yourself and behind closed doors and being authentic with yourself. And just really, I think it's just so connected to self-awareness and self-responsibility and self-accountability. You know, I think even for me, obviously I'm in a spot where I'm empowering quote unquote other women, but really all I'm doing is I'm sharing my own experience. I'm sharing my own story and I'm having conversations about things that I'm going through in my life with other women. Like our virtual happy hours every week, like they literally just turn into us talking about life and us talking about our common experiences. So I think it's not as hard as it needs to be. Literally, it's so easy. Just be vulnerable and be authentic and share that with everyone in your life and it'll come back. You will attract people into your life that are the same and who are going to support you on your journey. And if you don't feel like you have that now, then I promise you it'll come if you put it out into the universe and you truly do know and love yourself first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was beautifully said. And I completely agree. The idea that the right people will come into your life when, you know, you, I guess, raise your vibration or whatever the, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know all the science behind that, but I don't either. yeah, but I completely agree. So I actually just recorded next week's podcast for She Factor with Jacqueline D. Gregorio, and she's awesome. And her workshop for our She Care Summit, which is coming on up in October is all about raising your vibration and using manifestation. She was like, sounds so buzzwordy and so obnoxious, but it like actually does work if you simplify it. And I think everything in life can just be so simple. We just overthink everything. Yeah. You know? I think the world is honestly run by a bunch of overthinkers. So that's why everything is so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I also probably am a part of the problem though, because yeah. I'm a major dollar. <laughs> overthinker. Well, thank you so much, Tori, for coming on the podcast. I absolutely loved having you and learning more about She Factor. And I definitely want to go to one of those happy hours that you mentioned sometime soon. We have them every Thursday. So definitely just DM me. I'll give you the link. And I was going to say too, if you guys are really interested in deep diving into She Factor and all the things that we offer, our events are really like the first place to figure out what that is for you. And we actually have our like biggest, best event yet. We've been pouring our hearts into this event. It's October 29th and it's called the She Cares Wellness Summit. And it's basically a summit that revolves around self-care, wellness, um, mental health. And we have, I think I actually just did the math, 45 workshops that are going to be a part of this day from the country's most amazing women. We have Day from Peloton, Britt Barron, who's like Rachel Hollis's BFF, mm-hmm. like star speaker. We have everything from journaling to breath work to floral design to conflict resolution. Like there's literally everything on this list. So 
you actually, if you sign up, you get access to the summit for six months. So obviously you can't get through all the workshops in one day. So it's only $35, which is, I think, really affordable considering like, all of the workshops we asked for the value from the speakers and I calculated it and it's like $37,000 worth of workshops. So $35 for all of that. And it's going to be fun. You get to interact with all the attendees. It's a really cool platform that we're using. So I just encourage you to come and share it with your friends and do it together and find out, you know, we talked a lot about self-care during this episode, like find out what is what is self-care to you and like what works and what doesn't. And that's like a great way to start. And then also where can everyone follow you on Instagram and all of that good stuff? Yes. So me personally, I am at Tori Ganahl on Instagram. I post all things about the podcast, about my entrepreneurship journey, just my life in general. And then if you're looking for more She Factor specific things, you can follow at The She Factor on Instagram. Go to thesheFactor.com for more information. And really, we have so many different touch points, whatever works for you. We have a daily newsletter. We have a podcast that goes up every week. We have a blog. We have events every month that are free. And right now they're virtual. And then they'll soon be live in person, hopefully again. So we really just want to meet women where they're at and whatever works best for them. So check out all of the things. You can find all of them on my Instagram, all of them on the She Factors Instagram. And yeah, I hope that you all become a part of this community because it really is amazing and it's changed my life and I want it to change so many other people's lives. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Tori, for coming on the podcast. Loved having you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm so happy that you invited me on. So that is the podcast for today, guys. I hope you absolutely loved it just like I did. I'll put all of the information as usual in the show notes below from Tori's personal Instagram to everything you need to know about She Factor. You can find it all right there. And of course, last but not least, subscribe, follow me on the gram, do all of that, do all of the things because if you're not doing that already, come on guys, like why are you even here? I'm kidding. But I would love your support. Um, Tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your dad, tell everyone about It Ain't It Sis because I think that this is content that you know we all need in our life but anyways i hope you all have a great rest of your week and be sure to tune in next tuesday again for another episode of the it ain't it sis podcast talk to you guys soon bye